Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to the Watermark OC Church Sunday Message. Watermark is a generational community that is crazy passionate about starting a conversation about God, your relationships, and authentic love. If you're interested in getting more information, please click the link in the show notes for next steps. Thanks again for listening. It's our hope and prayer that this message would transform your life. So we're doing a little series on the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes were a were part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. And they're kind of famous in Christianity if you aren't, if you aren't familiar. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, the, the heart behind this series is much like the heart of, of, of Watermark. Of kind of what, what we've been saying, especially the last few months, is how do we flourish in free fall? How do we flourish in times of uncertainty? We oftentimes forget about God, I think. When times are uncertain, when we're a little bit shaken up, we can oftentimes forget about God and become self-reliant. And I'll give you an example of this. I slept four hours last night because I was terrified of right now. Um, right. I, so I, this job, this job at this church, I can, I can feel so much weight and pressure all on my shoulders, right? I can think it's, I'm all on my own. I feel alone. I feel isolated and I can get really pressured at times and feel like it's, it's all on me. Right. I, I, I'm a, I'm a part-time teacher for Orange Lutheran high school for their online department, for their theology department. And I'm planning a wedding right now with my beautiful fiance, Amelia. And so there's all these things and it's all great. It's all super joyous. Um, But sometimes I can just take it all on and feel alone and feel so much stress and pressure. Right. Sometimes I can get some low grade anxiety, sleepless nights. Right. Feeling, feeling, oh man, like I'm going to, I'm going to fail at all this. I can't do this. Right? I'm going to fail at all this. There's no way I can, I can do all this. Right? I just graduated college a year ago, and that's kind of hitting me. Right? Like, oh man, how am I going to do this? But I think no matter how young or old, I think we can all feel this, feel this a little bit. Right? Like maybe we're afraid of COVID right now. Maybe we're terrified of COVID-19. Maybe we're scared of our loved ones and friends getting COVID-19. Maybe we're scared our president is going to be hurting from COVID-19. Maybe you wonder if you're gonna have a job. Maybe, maybe you've been struggling financially over the past few months. You're, one, you're wondering, oh man, was I gonna get laid off? Maybe you got laid off. Right? There's so many things that can be uncertain. Maybe your kids, like, I'm not a parent, but I can imagine this scenario where your kid comes up to you and says, Mommy, am I going to be able to, to go to school? And you have to tell them, No, I'm sorry, or I don't know. How many times have our response over the past few months has been, I don't know? Right? Life can be so uncertain, especially now. And the question is, in, those, in that uncertainty, where do we turn to? Do we turn inward or outward? Who do we trust? Ourselves or something or somebody else? And I think, I think a solution to this, a solution to, the, to these issues of feeling overwhelmed, 
is right here in the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5, revolving around the idea of being poor in spirit and what that means. What does it mean to be poor in spirit? And could that be a pretty good alternative to toxic self-reliance and how that manifests itself, right? Through anxiety, through feeling overwhelmed, through stress. So let's read it. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 3. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he, be, and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So to give you a little bit of context with what's going on here, Jesus is actually talking to his disciples, which was his, his inner circle, which was his, his close following. He was talking to them, but they're on, on a little mountainside, but there's a great crowd around and sort of overhearing. So Jesus is talking to his disciples, but there's a crowd around. And who is this crowd filled with? This crowd is filled with losers. This crowd is filled with outcasts, with the poor, with the brokenhearted. This crowd is filled with the outsiders. And Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, talking to his disciples. And this was pretty rattling to, his, to, to, to the disciples, because what are they thinking? What are the, what are the disciples thinking right now? They're thinking, man, we're going to be rich we're going to get all this power. We're going to get all this glory because we're hanging out with our bro, Jesus, right? My life's going to go great. And Jesus says, blessed are the poor. So what does poor in spirit mean though? What does that even mean? How do we become blessed and poor in spirit, which hopefully is an alternative to toxic self-reliance? And even more, Jesus ups the ante. He says, you have to be blessed and poor in spirit to get into heaven. So I guess this is pretty important, right? That a requirement for heaven is to be poor in spirit. Okay. Okay. So I guess we should probably figure out what this means. Many people ask Jesus the same questions. How do we get into heaven? Right? Jesus, how can I be blessed? And we see that in, in Matthew chapter 19 in the story of the rich young ruler. So I'll read this for us. Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me what is good? Jesus replied, there is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments, devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. And next slide, hopefully. Which ones, he, he inquired. Jesus replied, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. And ju just keep in mind, all these are about the heart. Every single one of these commandments are about the soul and the heart behind it. Right? So Jesus says, if you've lusted, you've committed adultery. If you've lusted in your heart, you've committed adultery. You can steal in your heart without doing the physical action, right? 
You shall not give false testimony. You shall not gossip. Honor your father and your mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. And the young man says, the, the rich young ruler says, all these I have kept. I've done it all. What do I still lack, Jesus? And Jesus says, he answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. So, so often we can come up with false solutions, right? We try to come up with easy transactions for ourselves to, to get fulfillment in life, right? If only I do this, then, then, then I'll be fulfilled. Then I'll be happy. So I think I understand what Jesus is saying here. He says, sell all your possessions and give to the poor. All right. All right, all right, Jesus, I got you. Selling it all. All my money, gone. It's all gone, Jesus. Am I good now? If I tithe all my money to Watermark, maybe I'll be blessed. If I be extra nice to my fiance Amelia today or extra nice to my kids, maybe I'll be blessed. Right? How often do we come up with these easy transactions for ourselves? Maybe a form, maybe, okay, I'll try to be humble. I, see, I do this. I struggle with this. I, I struggle with a false humility where I have negative self-talk. And I think to myself, no, nah, Ben, you don't, those people don't want to hear what you have to say. Right? Your thoughts are stupid. Your thoughts are dumb. You're unworthy. You're, you're this, you're that, all this negative self-talk. And I think I'm being humble. That's humility. Right? So often we try to come up with just these easy transactions, these easy, if I do this, then, then, then I'll be good. Then I'll be blessed. Right? But maybe being poor in spirit doesn't have, doesn't have anything to do with what we do, but has everything to do with who we trust. I'll say that again. Maybe being poor in spirit does not have anything to do with what we do, but everything to do with who we trust. So a question I have is, who is the rich, who is the rich young ruler trusting? Who is he really trusting in this, in this story? Well, it, he was trusting money, maybe. Yeah, that's obvious. But really behind that, he was trusting in himself. He was trusting in himself for an easy transaction, for an easy, I do this, then I'm blessed. Right? Maybe his physical wealth wasn't the real issue. Maybe it was the wealth that was in his heart that was the real issue. Maybe it was the self-righteousness in his heart that was the real issue and not his physical wealth. And obviously it failed him, right? He walked away sad. Kendrick Lamar's line, blessed are the arrogant for theirs is the kingdom of their own company. I think definitely relates to, to what I'm talking about right now. 
right? I, I really do think it's a form of arrogance, self-reliance, thinking if I do this, then I can get this for myself is a, is a slight form of arrogance. Who knew, who knew a rapper could be convicting? <laughs> so often we just try to survive in our life, right? Instead of flourishing, right? How many days just this past week did you feel like you were just surviving instead of flourishing? So often we walk away sad, anxious, overwhelmed, much like the rich young ruler. So we're going to continue reading here, verses to verse 23. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. We're going to keep going. Next slide, please. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Peter answered him, we have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, truly I tell you at the renewal of all things, when the son of man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and many who are last will be first. I want to, hi I want to highlight a verse in there. With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Self-reliance, doing it on our own, by ourselves, relying on ourselves, is impossible to get any blessing or fulfillment from that, from that mindset. I think that's what God's saying this morning, is that to receive blessing and fulfillment from self-reliance is impossible. Without God, we are spiritually bankrupt. Without God, our spiritual bank accounts are zip, empty wallet, nada. There's no blessing. There's no easy transaction in these times of uncertainty. So I'll invite the band up. And you may be thinking, Ben, are you just leaving us with doom and gloom right now? Do we just suck? <laughs> no, that is not. That is not what I'm leaving you with. I will leave you with a promise from 2 Corinthians verses 8 through 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. So this cross right here 
was the transaction of all transactions. On that cross was the transaction that is trustworthy and certain that we can rely on and trust where God, who, was, who had all the riches in the world, became poor unto death. Right? Entered in, into our poverty, into our spiritual poverty, and died for us. And the transaction is, is that his richness, we have. So now we have the riches of Jesus. He has given us his riches. You are blessed because you are rich only in Christ Jesus. He climbed up on the cross for you, emerged from the tomb to justify you, to forgive you, to redeem you in his blood, give you life, sustaining you even today in all of your battles, in every single battle. To be poor in spirit, is to trust that promise that you are rich only in Christ Jesus. I'll repeat that again. To be poor in spirit is to trust the promise that you are rich only in Christ Jesus. You can give up relying on yourself. We can do that every day. This morning at about 6 a.m., I had my eyes open in my bed laying there thinking I'm going to screw this up <laughs> and then I remembered oh yeah Ben listen to yourself you're rich in Jesus you can, you can walk confidently this morning because Jesus has got you Jesus has got you and he's got every single one of you and whatever battles you face throughout all your weeks he's got you you're rich in him Along with the rich young ruler, the disciples didn't exactly understand this. They said, they said Jesus, we've left everything to follow you. You're, you're telling me I'm going to be poor? I'm not going to be rich? I'm not going to be powerful? So no, the promise is not that we'll be physically rich. The promise is not that we're not going to have burden and suffer in this life. Because you probably will. The promise is that you have eternal life with Jesus. He says, whatever hardships you face in this life, you'll receive a hundred times an eternal life. The last will be first. The poor in spirit will be first. So I encourage you to be encouraged by this truth. Walk confidently this week in this truth. When you face a battle, remember, I am rich in Jesus. His blessing overflows in you and will surely overflow to the others around you with whom you live, work, and play. So I tell you, my friends, blessed are you, poor in spirit, for you are rich in Jesus Christ, and yours is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close this in a prayer.
Uh, God, thank you for just your tremendous blessing on us. Thank you for overflowing us with blessing, with richness in Christ Jesus. God, we are poor in spirit. We trust in the promise of Jesus Christ and the riches that he provides in us. I pray that we can let this overflow in us, that we can walk confidently in this throughout our weeks, and this will overflow to the others around us. God, I pray that this will overflow to, to the others around us in whom we live, work, and play with. I pray that this, this will overflow into our kids, into our friends, into our spouses. God, let us demonstrate and share the, the riches of Jesus Christ and how he has blessed us in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We worship you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope that this message has challenged and encouraged you. If you need prayer, would like to join a small group community, or are interested in partnering with our work throughout Costa Mesa and Orange County, please go to watermarkoc.com. We would love to start a conversation.